Coming up, we're on location at Basement of the Dead to learn about their design philosophy and expansions. From the Haunted Attraction Network, I'm Philip, and this is day 37 of our 61-day Haunted-thon, where we're counting down to Halloween by visiting a different haunted house every day here on the show. Today is Friday, October 7th, and there are 24 days until Halloween. In this year's Haunted-thon, you can also send us shoutouts or trip reports to play here on the show. You can do that straight from your smartphone via our website. Go to haunt.news and click the microphone on the bottom right-hand side. Okay. A family of home haunters bought Basement of the Dead about 10 years ago, and they've been so successful that they expanded into another location. Today, we'll speak to Jason Seneker about their renovations and their expansion plans. Here's Jason. Hey, I'm Jason Seneker. I'm one of the owners and operators of Basement of the Dead Haunted Attraction in Aurora, Illinois. Basement of the Dead has been around since 2002. My family has been involved in it since 2012. So this is our, basically our 10 year anniversary of running the Basement of the Dead. Since we've taken it over 10 years ago, this place has been changed literally probably 300%. <laughs> you know how haunters go, right? You just, yeah. you just yeah. keep, it, it never ends. We are in a basement of a 125 year old building. I can tell you that I've had people stand in line for three to four hours literally open the door and say, all right, go ahead. They walk in, they look down, they say, nope, and they walk out. It's a basement. We have eight, eight foot ceilings, eight and a half, 10 foot ceilings. So the whole time you're in here, you're, you feel that. You feel like you're underground. Literally, it smells like an old basement. All we do is we're just amplifying it. I've told people before, even if this wasn't a haunted house and you were down here, it's creepy as hell. We don't overlight stuff. We definitely want you to be scared of the dark in the basement. One thing that we like really just kind of pride ourselves on is making sure that people have a great time outside. We're really known for like our outside entertainment. The value of their dollar isn't just inside this for the 30 minutes you're walking through this. The value is the whole package. It's the party outside and then we're gonna come in and scare the hell out of you inside here. So when people walk away, they definitely experience the Basement of the Dead and what it means to be down in here, so. Basement of the Dead is a family business and they decided to expand by purchasing Disturbia, which is a haunt about 25 minutes away. My family has purchased another haunted house, which is Disturbia Haunted House, that's in Downers Grove. It's about 25, 30 minutes from this location. We used to have everyone here at the basement, my brothers and my aunt and uncle and my mom and family. But now that we bought another haunted house, it definitely has been more of a trying time because now we have we split our power. But from doing what we've done for all these years, we felt confident that we could produce a great show over there. Disturbia is different. Disturbia's heart is traditional Halloween. Your pumpkins and your ghosts and your graveyard. And so we have more grander type sets where you're looking up and you're seeing things above you. The props are ginormous. So it's really fun for us and, and, and we have a, a great time playing in all these different types of worlds and fantasies. Next, I asked Jason to tell me about the first scene that really made them feel like professional haunters. One of the rooms that's been around the basement actually for a long time now is our medical ward. We started as home haunters. And I would say the, the hospital room was the first room that we ever did that we said, okay, we've made money now. Now we can really start making our scenes movie quality type things. You know I mean, not just painting plywood to look like tile, like actually doing tile and, and, and things like that that just bring that realism to a haunted house. That room there was our first, I would say, truly professional build haunted house room. 
and um, and that's probably why it's still here. I, I, there's a, it's a little bit apart. <laughs> like like I'm, I'm, I look at it, and I'm like, it's great. And then we've also converted that into one of our escape rooms on the off season. Yeah. So like we 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 have a whole storyline just based on that room and what that doctor does inside that room. I also asked about a design that didn't work out so well and what they learned from it. As good as the actor was, it was one of our best actors. The room didn't do it because there wasn't enough other stuff around. We just thought, oh, we, we built a little stage and we put a, a guy there in a chair and, and, and that works. Well, it, he, did, he did his damnedest to make it work. It just it didn't have the whole, when you walk in the room, oh, I get what this is. You know what I mean? And that really did kind of teach us from going from what we thought was this was a professional to yeah. oh now we understand like, you know, like we really gotta like if the more we give for people to see and our actors to live in yeah. then it just becomes more natural for the actors to play that part and for the customers to be scared to understand oh why oh I don't like being in here you know what I mean and that's the and that's really where like every room now it's it's obviously detailed to to as best as we can, can can deal with. And finally, we discuss the future for Basement of the Dead. When I was a kid, a haunted house is different than what, what it is today. We try to keep pushing the envelope. No matter really what I do down here, there's nothing really more afraid than just the dark. Just the dark. And, and like I said, we just give you enough down here where we let your imagination scare the hell out of you. You guys can scare yourselves better than we can scare you. We're just giving you, we're giving you the, the canvas and you guys are really painting the picture of what what it is. So, and I think that's just what we have to keep doing. Like we never stop trying to learn ourselves when we're doing things. We've looked at, uh, at other haunted houses for inspiration, at movies, at, yeah. I like, I like obviously like there's a, a wave of like this with Stranger Things, things like that, like with this nostalgia of the 80s and the 70s kind of coming back. So I, I think we'll probably play with some of that stuff more in the future too, because yeah. I really do enjoy that. So I can, that's, that's where I see it going from here. Today's episode was produced and edited by me, Philip Hernandez, with post-production by David Swope and original music composed by Chris Thomas. We're counting down to Halloween with daily podcasts, videos, and events in our 61-day Hauntathon. Follow along at the link in our show notes. Our Hauntathon is made possible through generous support from Gantam Lighting and Controls. Gantam illuminates attractions worldwide with the world's smallest intelligent spotlights. See what you're missing with a free demo. Sign up at gantum.com slash demo. That's gantum.com slash demo. Our Hauntathon team includes Daryl Plunkey, Emily Louise Rua, Megan Spells, Gavin Burns, and Omni Adventures. Our partners for this year's Hauntathon include Sharp Productions, HorrorBuzz.com, ScareTrack, TheScareFactor.com, and Hauntopic Radio. The best way you can support us this Halloween season is by sharing our Hauntathon with someone you think will enjoy it. And to follow along to our Hauntathon, sign up for our weekly newsletter at hauntedattractionnetwork.com. We'll catch you back here tomorrow and every day until Halloween. This is a Haunted Attraction Network production.